Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Tales of an African Princess in America. My name is Ozzy. Today I am so excited, it's episode 37 and we're going to be talking about something really really interesting. Uh, but before we do that, I'm just going to go ahead and remind you that you can listen to my podcast on several awesome platforms. All you have to do is download the platform of your choice and search for Tales of an African Princess in America and voila, you're following me and you're getting all my episodes. Uh, Some of the apps are Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Play Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and of course TuneIn. So if you download any of these apps, you can search for the tales of an African princess in America and then subscribe and you're listening to my podcast free of charge. This week I'm introducing a new feature where uh, I encourage my listeners to ask me questions. And so the way that you can do that is by going on my Instagram page, African princess in America, leave a note on my latest post and just tell me what you would like me to talk about. And the cool thing is that I will incorporate that in my next episode and answer just one question before I go into the episode of the day. Leave me a question and also remember to leave your name and location. That way I can give you a special, special, special shout out. Okay, so today's question is from Munya. Munya is originally from Zimbabwe. So Munya writes and says, I just moved to the USA from Zimbabwe and my accent is so thick. I find it really difficult to hold conversations with people outside my family. In fact, I don't like to talk to people because they complain about my accent all the time. What can I do? Hi, Monia. Well, this is actually a big problem that I had when I first moved to America. I remember doing an episode about it. Episode three was all about accents and I shared some things that could help. But of course, I'm going to go ahead and talk to you today about just that. Right? It's completely exciting to move to a new country, but one of the things that you notice when you move to a new country is that people talk differently and people speak differently. And communication can become a big deal, even for people who talk a lot. So the reason is because communication is key. If you're talking to people and they don't understand what you're saying, it becomes a problem and you don't want that. So the first thing I'm going to say, Monia, that you can do is to talk slowly and to speak in simple English. I know it sounds so cliche, but that is the truth. Like when I'm talking to my friends, I speak really, really fast and because they're my friends i've been speaking to them for years they understand every single word i'm saying but when you're talking to someone who has never listened to you speak before or who hasn't spent enough time with you some of your words will get lost if you speak too fast so you know speak slowly and use simple english don't you try to use big words a lot of nigerians do this they use big words for simple things and (laughs) i don't know why we do that but Around here, when I moved to America for the first time, I realized that people don't use big words in everyday sentences. People use easy words. People communicate a lot easier. Okay, and then the little caution I'm going to put right here is when you're speaking slower, don't raise your voice because 
it comes off a little bit rude when you're speaking slow and then you raise the tone of your voice you know you don't want that to be the case still maintain the normal tone of your voice but then speak a little slower and use simple words simplify 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 that's the way that I would say you should go about it and then the second way is use the local vocabulary so there's some words that are used in America that are probably used different in Zimbabwe words like the boot so when I moved to America, the part of the car where you keep your, you know, your belongings, your luggage or whatever, I used to call that the boot because that's actually what we call it in Nigeria. But when I moved to America, I realized that they called it the trunk. Every time I meant, please open up your trunk, I would use the booth and my friends would feel like, what are you talking about? And that's extra time explaining that. So try to use what people are using around you. Use the local vocabulary, right? The third point I'm going to talk about is you, something called cadence or intonation. It's kind of like everywhere you go, you notice that people talk in a certain way. It's kind of like the rhythm of the words. And it's like when you're singing a song, right? Everyone sings in tune with the song. And if you want to sing that song, you kind of have to learn what the tune is, right? That's kind of what the cadence is. So some Caribbean countries talk in kind of like a sing song way. And once you begin to understand that every time I hear this sound or every time I hear this this rhythm, it's associated with people from this place, you begin to understand what they're saying. So try to listen to the rhythm, the way people talk. And once you get into that, practice it. Once you get into it, practice it, you'll find that when you start to speak in that rhythm, people tend to understand you a little easier. Now, you're not trying to change who you are because your accent is actually a part of who you are and it, it represents where you grew up, the things, the people that you were surrounding yourself with. You don't want to lose that. But whenever you're going to speak to someone who isn't from Zimbabwe, for instance, you want to talk in a specific way that they would understand. And to do that, it takes a lot of practice. You have to pay attention to the way they say certain words and you do really good. A friend of mine came from China a few years ago and he told me that when he moved to US, he didn't know a lot of English words. He didn't know how to speak English that well. And one of the things that he did was that he watched a lot of movies. If you watch the movies with, you know, the subtitles, you begin to notice that certain words are pronounced certain way and you pause it and say, repeat that word. I know that it might not be the best way, but this is a very quick way to learn the local accent is a very quick way remember that you're not trying to lose your accent you're just trying to communicate like when I talk to friends from Nigeria I sound very different I don't sound like this but because I'm speaking I'm creating this episode and this episode is going to be listened to by a lot of people who are not necessarily Nigerian I have to make sure that I'm speaking in a way that most people will understand with time Monia you can do it too right practice 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 you're not gonna get better at something if you don't practice and so you need to socialize outside your uh, outside your community you can be friends with Americans you can be friends with people who speak differently in fact I strongly encourage that you make friends with people who speak differently and people who speak American accent people who speak other accents all right so practice 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 watch movies talk to people make friends outside your social circle all right and that will help remember you're not trying to lose your identity no you're just trying to communicate efficiently 
all right and the fifth one I'm going to say is I actually researched and found that there was something like this and honestly it might be a little much but if you think that your accent is affecting your work you can't seem to get a job keep a job because of that you know if it's that bad you know but for the most part I feel like most times with time you can get over this I would say you can use an accent reduction coach there are people out there who will help you to you know find a standard way of speaking honestly I feel like you can do this yourself but if you feel like this is not you know threatening my livelihood which in most cases is not it's not really but here yeah, the accent uh, reduction coaches out there that you can talk to but you're not alone it happens to everyone when they move to a new place they find that people are different and it's a little difficult to get into the swing of things but you can um, one thing I will say is people who are listening to new accents, you need to have a little bit more patience in order to understand what people are saying. Don't just hear a new accent and just like, just switch up. No, give your brain a chance to get used to what people are saying and you will understand what they're saying eventually. All right. Okay. So that's all I have to say, Monia. I hope that I was able to help you. Um, I would say don't try to change who you are. Even when you, you know, learn the rhythm and the intonation or the cadence of different accents and you try to practice, 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 don't overdo it because there is such a thing as overdoing it and it looks like a joke and you don't want that. Just learn it, repeat certain words, pause, put the, the movie on pause, repeat certain words the way that it's lo said locally and that way when you speak to people they're not pausing and asking you to repeat what you just said all the time I know that can be annoying it takes a whole lot of patience on both sides to actually learn but you can you can okay thank you for thank you Monia from Zimbabwe for that question and welcome to America I hope you enjoy it <laughs> okay so today I'm going to talk to you about something that I find really, really personal, and I think that a lot of you might connect to this. Today, I'm going to talk about what will people say. All right. So, um, growing up, my dad is a preacher. So, I'm a pastor's kid or a preacher's kid, PK, however you're going to say that. And I'm so used to people constantly comparing me to my father. Like things that my dad would say, you know, people would constantly look out to see when I would do something that wasn't really in line with what he had said in like 1960 before I was born or something. And then people would come to me and say, yes, in 1960, whatever, your dad said this, look at what you're doing now. And I'm just like, wow. You know, so very early, I learned that I had to develop a really thick skin. Yes, I know that I have to live up to certain expectations, but I also use my brain as well. All right. So the fact that you're someone's kid who is in the limelight does not mean that you can't form your own opinions or you can't think for yourself. No. In fact, my dad encouraged me to actually think about things like form my own opinions, ask questions, and that way I would actually grow better. All right. So what will people say? Um, I remember when I was young, I used to like to go to church without my, you know, wearing a scarf. <laughs> and the church that I went to, it was like you had to wear a scarf. Right. And I didn't want to. So I would go to church and a lot of times people report me to my mom you know, all the time, basically people report me to my mom, but I had other views on the matter. I, I had, <laughs> I had my own views and I wasn't going to, you know, it was something that I just didn't feel was right, but it, you know, 
yeah and so you know at a very early age people would either stop me and talk to me or they would just like go straight to my mom and just report me you know so I had to develop that thick skin um, but I find that even now sometimes when I want to start something new or I find that for a split second I'm thinking about what other people will think or what other people will say about it the second example of course when I started this podcast so I started this podcast and um, I made the first second episode and I started getting calls from my friends and they were like, wow, we listen to your podcast. What's up? What are you doing? Like, we never saw you as someone who would be, who would have a podcast. You know, we, we never thought that this is, I never knew you were interested in stuff like this. And ugh, wow, I never knew I was interested in stuff like this, you know, but we grow and we evolve every day. And after these calls, I found myself just thinking like, what am I doing? What am I really doing? Like, is this something that I want to do? And, um... Yeah, so about after about the third episode, I was just thinking that I don't think I want to do a podcast anymore. Like <laughs> people are asking me a lot of questions and people begin to wonder, like, this girl is a doctor. What is it that you're trying to achieve with this podcast? You know? But the truth is that I enjoy it. This is like I, I love it. I love talking and this is one of the ways that I'm able to share my views, get people talking about certain things, and I feel like um I'm gonna keep doing it. Now look, I'm at, I'm at the 37th um, episode and we have close to 4,000 total listens. So I feel like people are listening and it, it is making some kind of impact. I hope it's making a good impact. But if you really, really want to start something, I noticed that there are three groups of people that you need to pay attention to, all right? Three groups. The first group <laughs> comprises of you, yourself, and you, <laughs> yes. Self-motivation is key for everything you're going to do. There are times when you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like doing certain things and you have to tell yourself, you know, this is the reason why I started this. This is this and that and that. And you give yourself that motivation that you need. All right. That's the biggest part is being passionate about passionate enough about something to go after it with everything you have. All right. So once you, you, you've told yourself that this is what I really want to do, there's another big group that you should care about, of course, your family, right? Now, your family would also be critical about the things that you're doing because they love you for the most part. And they don't want to see you, you know, especially if they're risk and if they're, they see that there's some kind of danger, they don't want you to start this new business because they feel like you could lose all your money, for instance, or they even feel like um, you're gonna get to start traveling a lot, or they can even feel like um, you're opening up yourself to, to critiques and you open yourself to the public, and sometimes they wanna protect you from that, so they will question your new interests, right? So there's another group of people you need to look out for. And then the third group, of course, are your friends. Your friends, because they spent a certain amount of time with you, they feel like they know you, right? And um, they, they, they're thinking to themselves like, you know, the, the old thing that I know, would how is it she into a podcast or how is she doing X, Y, Z? Because the old thing that I know does not like this or the old thing that I know is shy or the old thing that I know is, you know, you begin to, they begin to feed you these ideas. So you need to look out for that. All right. Now, it's also might be coming from a place of love because they might be also trying to make sure that you're going into something that you're not going to abandon at some point, you know. So it does make sense that they question you. But if you're passionate enough about something, if it's going to do you some good, if it's going to bring good into the world, if you're going to make someone smile or if you're going to say things that are going to get people thinking for good, I say do it. All right. 
do it. If you have 10 good ideas, try all 10 of them because there's no way to know what idea is gonna pan out well. If you want to start a business today, stop waiting till you get a lot of money to start. Start small. Try to push it yourself and just try, okay? No matter how small it is, just start, all right? So that's what I have to say about what will people say. Don't be concerned about what people say. Opinions change. One of the things that I learned early was that everyone is going to have an opinion. That is one of the most beautiful things of freedom of speech, right? Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. You don't have to take everyone's opinion, however, to heart. You don't have to accept everything that people say as fact because honestly, an opinion is just, just what it is. It's an opinion. It's not fact. So the fact that people have told you that, oh, this podcast thing, I don't, what are you trying to achieve? I don't think that you can do it. Or I don't think that you can, anything can come of it. Or even the fact that someone has told you that you're trying to start a business. Why? Your parents are rich. You know, you already have money. Why are you trying to start something when you don't need it? Don't let people tell you what you want or what you need. If you if you have an idea, go for it, all right? And bear in mind that they're the pessimists and they're optimists. If you tell someone that, oh, I want to go study abroad and I want to, you know, I want to be, um, I want to go to a university abroad. And the first thing they say, there are two groups of people, right? The pessimist will say to you, oh, but you can't afford it. Why are you going to apply to a school so expensive and far away if you cannot afford it? That's a pessimist. All right. But if you tell that to an optimist, they're going to say to you, wow, congratulations. You know, I know, you know, they start to say that I know some scholarship options for you. I know things that you can do. You know, I've read about X, Y, Z. I think you can. If you're so determined about it, I think you can. That's an optimist. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be okay. No, it's the power of positive thinking. And that's kind of the, 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 the way that I want you to think about every single venture that you go into. Think of success. Think of the, the venture as working out, all right? You try it all because you never really know which idea is going to be the great one. I love the things that I do nine to five and I love the impact that it makes in the world, but there are also other things that I'm passionate about, all right? And I try to do these things on the weekends or when I'm free, you know, I try to do these things because I want to be able to achieve all my goals and all my dreams. And the only way that I can do that is by going after my good ideas, all right? Okay, guys, well, that's all I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted you to just realize that don't care too much about what people say about you. It's not that important. In fact, you cannot do anything with that. Care more about what you think about you. Make sure that you're you're putting the right thoughts in your head about who you are, all right? And if you have an idea, if you have a plan, a business, or something that you've been putting away for so long because you're so scared about what people will say, you know, you're just like, oh, people are gonna think that I'm hungry. You know, they're going to think that I'm poor or they're going to think that, hey, people are not really thinking about you that much. And even when they are, it's only for a time. When the the next thing happens, people are off to that thing. So don't waste your time thinking about what people will think about you. Focus on what you do well and what the things that you're interested in and develop your life. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Don't be too worried about what people think about you. It's just an opinion. It's not a fact. All right. Things change. If people are doing really well, everyone is applauding them. If people are doing bad, everyone starts to talk ill of them. It's kind of like football. You know, my team, my favorite team, of course, 
my country is out of the World Cup and we we um, we lost some games and we won some games and you, you need to it was like light and day when our team was losing we we're all talking bad about our team you know, everybody was like oh the players cannot play you know they, they, what are they doing there how did they get to the World Cup Every, everyone was accusing them of being um, not capable you know what I mean the next game they won and everybody was praising them everyone was like wow such a wonderful team you know you know they're such a great team we're gonna win the world cup and blah 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 but hey just in this within a week people had a change of heart about so every time you're succeeding there are going to be people who are going to be applauding you all right but when you're not doing well, there are going to be people who are going to be pointing and saying, remember I told you that this is never going to work. So who are you really going to listen to? These people who change their opinions like, you know, night and day? No, you're just, you have to stick to the things that you really, really want to do and do them well. All right. Focus on success. And when you get it, it'll be worth it. This episode is about everyone out there who has an idea and you've been sitting on it and trying to incubate that idea for years and you're just like when i get so much money i'm gonna start no don't wait for too long start now all right start now stop thinking about what people are going to think of you one day people are going to be proud of you is that what your goal is your goal shouldn't be trying to make people that you don't know proud your goal should be trying to do something that will change people's lives all right for good for good i always say that change their lives for good Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. We're right almost at the end of the week. <sighs> June is almost done. We're moving into the other half of the year. I hope that you're going after your goals, going after your dreams with all you've got. Alright? Don't wait for too long. If you have a good idea, I always say go after it. Okay guys, well, remember to follow me on Instagram, African Princess in America. You can also follow me on Facebook, Tales of an African Princess in America. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can send me an email at talesbydroze at gmail.com. So those are the three ways that you can get in contact with me. Of course, you can follow and subscribe um, to the Tales of an African Princess in America on your favorite podcast app. And that way you get to listen to all the good, cool things I get to say. All right. So until I talk to you again next Thursday, have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Do you know that about one in every three people in the United States listen to at least one podcast every month? That's millions of people listening. And do you also know that every month, thousands of podcast listeners listen to the Tales of an African Princess in America podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business service or event that you would love others to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talesbydroze at gmail.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.talesofanafricanprincess in america.com